Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Re-Rise here on KPFB 89.3 FM in Berkeley or occupied Ohlone territory known as Huchin. I'm your host, Kat Petru, actually your co-host because live in studio with me today, I have the other co-producer of We Rise, Nicole Gervasio. Hello. And we've invited two very beloved friends, Megan Chadwick, who is a doula and magic maker of many kinds, and DJ Deep Space. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for having us. So today for our show, we wanted to send off 2017 with some sweet music by DJ Deep Space. We're excited to ride through the galaxy with you and celebrate another Gregorian New Year. Um, so would you like to share a little bit about yourself, Deep Space? Why, yes. So, thank you for having me. Yeah, yes, welcome. I'm Deep Space and uh, uh, currently housed in a human body, uh, one of the alter egos of my friend Ross. And uh, I usually come out when it's uh, time to celebrate and share um, positive vibrations with uh, um, this planet Earth uh, because I believe that well, everything is vibration. Everything is moving all the time. Not in some new age sense, but just in a simple, uh, it's a simple part of this physical reality. So vibrations can be used for healing and transformation and fun and to shift moods. And so I've been experimenting uh, doing that with music. Not so much creating my own at this point, but more sharing other people's music and mixing it together and trying to create uh, magical spaces where people can uh, shift the reality in a way that feels really good. Well, I am super down for that. That's what we need. We need a little bit of that every now and then, especially to end off this year. I'm looking forward to listening to what music you brought for us tonight. Do you want to kick it off with a song? Mr. Space. <laughs> that, that twinkling you're hearing, by the way, is a magic apple that is also live in studio. Does the apple have a name? Uh, yes, that's the Happy Apple. Happy Apple. It's a classic toy made by Fisher Price uh, in the <laughs> 1970s. Oh, it's making a real strong comeback at the moment with mm. my help. Yes. <laughs> uh, I can't take full credit for that. Unexpected plug for Fisher yeah, Price. Yeah, if you want to give us any funding, we're totally maybe open. Maybe not. Please continue. <laughs> so, yeah, let's kick it off with uh, Pillow Talk's redo of the Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell song, The Real Thing. Thank you. 
And you are listening to We Rise here on 89.3 FM KPFB in Berkeley or occupied Hu Chin, Ohlone Territory. That is our dear friend, the Happy Apple. And this is our Happy New Year's show. Happy Gregorian New Year. It is New Year's Eve. Tomorrow will be January 1st, 2018. Live in studio. (laughs) Today we have Megan Chadwick. Hello. DJ Deep Space. Hello. And my co-host, co-producer, Nicole Gervasio. Hello, everyone. Nikki, do you want to remind listeners what they're hearing? You're listening to our final show for 2017, sending off with DJ Deep Space, playing some magical tunes as we ride through the galaxy. And DJ Deep Space, what did we just hear? That was The Real Thing uh, by Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell, a uh, Pillow Talks redo of that song. So good. The Real Thing. We had a straight up dance party in here. It was good. Still going. Ooh, we just got started. That was just the warm up. Mm-hmm. I feel nice and warm. Mm-hmm. Where should we go next in this galaxy of possibilities? That was a sincere question. <laughs> <laughs> um, we all were looking into our inner questions. And well... So Deep Space, I do have a question. Will yes. you tell us your origin story of how Deep Space came to be? Yes, so um, my cohabitator, Ross, whose um, body I travel around Earth in, uh, was at a special um, spring equinox celebration. And part of, uh, it also happened to be uh, one of my um, teacher's birthdays. And to celebrate her birthday, she requested that we dress up as the elements. We were studying the elements. Mm. So uh, I had been uh, grooving around in my water costume most of the day. It's amazing. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Clarification. Water costume? Oh, water costume. Details, please. Well, you know, water is um, all about um, flow and being... um, hmm. Infinitely receptive and unconquerable. Mm. And, you know, those are things I'm trying to cultivate in my life and learn from water and also essential to life. And so if I recall correctly, uh, my my water suit involved um, some blue satin bell-bottom pants. Mm -hmm. Of course. And, yes, a low V-cut women's um, fluorescent blue swimsuit from the 70s. And some gaudy jewelry around the neck. I would like to borrow that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, come over to the costume closet anytime. Yes. And um, my favorite blue hat. And I I had sort of the um, pinnacle climax costume, which was... I wasn't sure when it was going to come out, but that was a, uh, that would be for fire. And not, I, I, I'm much more of a watery person than a fiery person, but trying to really cultivate that passion for living in all things I do. And so I thought I'd uh, dive into the fire realm a little bit more, but wasn't sure when, if the right time would come. So I headed outside around, um, I don't know, it was about 10 p.m. to just check out the stars and a uh, super clear night. I was up on a mountain um, down near Santa Cruz and uh, was just taking in the stars, saw a few shooting stars. And, um, yeah, I was really feeling that kind of awe that I remember first experiencing looking at the night sky when I was a child mm. and just being like, 
whoa, <laughs> you know, and um, yeah, that that's the 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 most um, clear awareness I had of what I had been told God was as a child was mm. that feeling it was like, whoa, mm. very small mm-hmm. <laughs> and in a very big universe. So I headed back to my tent. I was going to get on a different costume. And um, I felt like the stars sort of dressed me because <laughs> or whatever I had just taken in. And I know uh-huh. this might sound strange, but um, I just sort of, and this is part of how my creative process works is kind of like just the sort of a feeling comfortable like letting go, which I did feel very comfortable with the group I was with, like dear family, um, and sort of letting go and letting whatever wants to come out, come out. And so started um, piecing together this costume, which happened to involve um, some skull fishnet tights and uh, a red flamenco dress with plenty of black lace and um, some more gaudy uh, jewelry around my neck and a red cape and then a black and silver glitter cape over that and then a hat and a Mardi Gras mask. Mm. And so I'm headed up to the house where people are um, hanging out and relaxing and... um, as I'm approaching the house, I realize, okay, this is going to be a little bit of a shocking twist, you know. I, I could just walk in there and just keep hanging out. It's going to be a little abrupt. I'm like, oh, I have some power in it, like in my hands here to like affect this space. I was like, mm-hmm. what, what if I try and do something with it? And so this is all unfolding very spontaneously as the outfit did. Um, but I decided to sort of to come in through the um, climb over some stuff to get on the back deck and come in through the back door where nobody would <laughs> expect entrance. anyone. Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. Oh no one gosh. expect anyone to come in. I like Jimmy the um, the glass sliding door open and kind of stumble in with a bang, and everyone sort of looks up and I just wandering through the room looking very startled and bewildered and wander over to our teacher and she says well hello who do who do we have here and I say well again just from the head uh well I'm just uh coming in from deep space (laughs) well and and who are you like welcome well and I am deep space and she said and and what brings you here tonight deep (laughs) <laughs> and I said, uh, well, I, I heard it's your birthday and I've, I've come to offer you um, a dance. Oh, <laughs> yes. So you. And so I queued up my friend um, who's a, he had a guitar um, next to him. And I said, I need some flamenco. And like, okay, so he hits off, hits it off with the um, flight of the Concords, uh, oh, flamenco style. Oh my god! Uh, Wait, which song? Which song? Flight of the Concords is what he told me. Flamenco style. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> I, they have a lot of songs. They have a lot of songs. Oh, that, it, that, I think I think it's a might be an older orchestral okay. song. Okay. I'm not sure. I've oh. only I th- may have oh, only heard this not version. Like maybe their own Kiwi, not, Australian. No, flight not, of the con- not those cheeky guys. Yeah, got no. it. So, so I, it's flamenco. It's flamenco <laughs> time. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Sorry. Proceed. Oh. Deep space. Oh yes. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so our, our teacher sat down in the middle of the room in a chair, and I um, conti- or I went into this um, uh, 
beautiful dance involved lots of spinning and my flamenco dress flying up and um put the silvery glitter cape on on her and at some point i uh i um picked up the happy apple off the shelf the happy apple lived in this home for those Um, just joining would you would you mind reminding them what the happy apple sounds like so this is an apple it's it's a a hard plastic apple with a smiley face on it about the size of a grapefruit um that fisher price put out in the 70s and it has majestic so beautiful bells and chimes on the inside and turns out is a very uh useful um uh, spiritual tool for sound healing so calming (laughs) so the dance continued with we all know what we've been missing (laughs) in our lives yep check ebay while you still can get them and uh (laughs) So yeah, I continued my dance and and uh, ended up using the happy apple to to bless the whole uh, crowd who was there and our teacher. And at the end, I just sort of collapsed on the floor, and um, people came up to me and said, "Wow, that that was amazing! I we had no idea that you you did that sort of thing, whatever that was, and it was amazing." I said, "Yeah, uh, I didn't know either." <laughs> That's and the I best. Said, you know, it's amazing to see what happens when you quit trying. Mm, yeah. And that was my experience, uh, was just really letting go and letting go in a space where I felt really comfortable um, with the people um, for this beautiful creativity to come out that we all carry and it has an infinite number of forms in which it can manifest. And so this is a part of me just getting to know a new aspect of myself. And so Deep Space has lived on and um, consider Deep Space one of my uh, alter egos. And I, I, I appreciate that the idea of having alter egos or um, because, it, you know, I have an idea of who I am you know, as uh, um, Deep Space's counterpart, Ross, you know, is like my identity. And like, Ross does this, Ross doesn't do that. Ross does this, Ross doesn't do that. Oh, he can't do that. Da, da, da. Mm. And so having an alter ego is a way of sort of getting a little bit of room, a little bit of space to um, experiment with what else is possible, you know, what else is able to manifest through this, this body in this time. Not believing your own self-imposed limits as much either. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Can I just say I love everything you just said because I indeed have alter egos as well. Oh, really? Kiki! Yes. um, (laughs) Kiki is the mean girl in my head. I'm sure all women have that mean girl in our heads. Um, And then Vinoche is like the tough tough woman that I want to be. And she's the one that channels the anger that I was not allowed to express as a young girl, as a woman, and Vinoche is just like always nearby. You know, she's just like, she's much more present than when I was younger and I was afraid to be that. So I love everything you just said about alter egos. And I'm really glad to know both Ross and Deep Space. <laughs> Deep Space. Do you, do you want to jump into another, splash into another sound wave? <laughs> sure. Uh, let's, uh, Give a listen to the Bill Withers song, uh, Lovely Day, because it is, coincidentally enough. (laughs) Mm, Here we go. When I wake up in the morning, love, 
You are listening to We Rise here on 89.3 FM, KPFB. That was Bill Withers with Lovely Day, and it was really hard to cut off that long note at the end. Um, <laughs> if you I can't didn't... cut off the note. <laughs> so this is our end-of-the-year show. This is our Gregorian New Year's Eve show um, happening on, on uh, Sunday, December 31st, 2017. And I'm live in studio with Nicole Gervasio. Co-host, co-producer of We Rise. Hello. Megan Chadwick, doula extraordinaire and vocalist and dancer herself. Hello. And DJ Deep Space. Deep Space. With the Happy Deep Apple. Space. Oh, goodness. Mm. Megan or Nikki, do you have another question for Mr. Space? 
Mr. Space. Mr. Space. <laughs> I love the first name basis. Deep. And also... Call me Deep. Mr. Space. <laughs> so Deep, thank you for talking to us about alter egos and your magical discovery of yourself. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other stories you want to talk about around alter egos or music sure. and healing? Um, so it dawned on me, uh, well, spent the better part of my um, adolescent and young adult life uh, being very concerned with what useful, awesome healing thing am I going to do on this planet so I can feel like I did my part and... Uh, with all the brokenness and pain and beauty, um, mostly focused on the brokenness for a long time. Very discouraged, felt very <laughs> discouraged and depressed, and I know I'm not alone in that. Um, and uh, a few years ago, I remember I, I used to be a truck driver, and I was on a long trip um, on the, my way from Washington to Florida, and I was talking, I used to call friends a lot while I'd be driving, and I was talking to one of my friends, and I thought, you know what? I can't get this song, this, this little light of mine, mm. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna let, let it shine. shine. <laughs> Couldn't get it out of my head. And we were talking, I was, you know, having, giving her a rant about um, how I felt so directionless, and that song kept playing in my head. And then it, I just realized, oh, maybe I'm just here to let my light shine. Maybe it's that simple. Mm. And I forgot about that realization I had uh, until about a year ago as I started um, uh, coming into my more cr- more creative, um, self-loving version of myself. Uh, and it came to me, I remembered through, I was at uh, a music festival where not too many people were dancing and I really liked to dance. And so I was out there on the dance floor at one of the stages and it was also when I rediscovered um, that one of my favorite things to do is get dressed up in costumes like when I was a kid and I loved to play what we called Um, (laughs) dress-ups. And I realized, oh, I never stopped liking that. I just stopped doing it. Mm. And so I think I was wearing a blue leotard or something. I was out there and just getting down and... (sighs) I look, and like I said, there was uh, very few people dancing, maybe a little head bobbing and stuff, but you can tell people like the music, and it's just not dancing, which I don't understand, but I was... Almost like they were suppressing it? Maybe, or they had never acted, maybe, consciously, subconsciously, Mm. Um, and so I just started dancing and really enjoying myself with my eyes closed, and when I opened my eyes, there was this ring of like 20 people around me dancing. Were you in the center? Mm-hmm. Oh. I mean, it was a big, a big crowd. I just noticed like there, there was a ring around me. Everybody was dancing and like smiling and I was making eye contact with people. And I was like, oh, I was just doing what felt good for me and shining my light <laughs> in that sense and just feeling free and comfortable with myself. And then it seems like that beamed out and then went into other people and then brightened them up a little bit. And then they start moving and dancing and smiling. And then I see them and then I feel better and my light gets brighter and it's just like ding, 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 ding. Mm -hmm. And it's just like this very concrete, like immediate manifestation of like, uh, of that realization I'd had uh, a a few years earlier. And so I thought, oh, I want to do more of this. It seems like 
everybody wins. And I'm looking for more <laughs> win, win, win things I can do with my time. Um, and also, you know, the part of me that was uh, sort of is maybe more cynical and materialistic would say, oh, yeah, not it's not like that's a waste of money to like buy clothes and or like with a certain style or things. It was like, no, actually, like, you know, making sure I have a legit leotard collection that I can share with the world that that actually matters. Mm -hmm. And that sounds so funny to say, but that's actually it's a you creative know, outlet. That's that's what I think. That's yeah. how that's how I personally justify my time spent on Pinterest. Mm -hmm. You but are it's gathering. True. Mm -hmm. I'm a visual, imaginative person. That's how I see the world. It makes me happy to curate those things, and and other people see them, and they get those moments of joy. And that's an outlet and of creativity that a lot of people forget about. And actually, I just heard a quote by Brene Brown that says unused creativity is not benign. Mm. And I think that comes in the form of blue leotards. Mm -hmm. Unused creativity is not, I don't understand what it means by unused is not benign. Meaning that we all, we think of people who are artists or creative folks as the fine arts or oh. writing or painting or dancing or writing poetry, but we don't think of it as redoing the engine of a car or gardening mm -hmm, or mm -hmm, mm -hmm. solving a puzzle or things that just kind of give you that space and that permission to do things a little bit out of the box Got and maybe it. tap into, you know, the kid who dressed up a lot and you're like, oh, how do I access that joy in a way that it connects to the things I do today? That's creativity. Yeah. I took it to mean like, like it's not benign, meaning it's like not neutral if you're not using your creativity. In other words, we all were born into human bodies. I mean, probably those of you listening were born into human bodies. Maybe. A <laughs> couple of dogs out there. <laughs> you never know. And w whatever body you're in, like we all have the capacity to be creative. And um, there are so many ways that we're taught to suppress that. Right. Um, or we don't, and we often don't even realize it. And so for every single person in, in our communities, in the context of our lives right now, at the end of this year, looking ahead, like how, like just like, Oh, right. Like, let's not take for granted that sparkliness. And it and like and it's so easy, like, you know, that whole like adulting or whatever, like. But can we still be channeling and not even channeling, just being that lively, lovely, warm, sparkly, emotive creature that we have always been? Something right. like that. Yeah. Well, and, and she goes on to say that it's not benign because if it's unused, it metastasizes into. Right. Grief, loneliness, right. anger, shame, it's all of sickness. those things. It's a sickness. It's like if right. you think of energy as... It's, un as it's very unhuman to yeah. not experience the full spectrum of emotions and then to like step into that. So. Right. And DJ Deep Space spoke to this at the beginning of the show. Like there's a lot of ways that and sort of the new age movement or whatever has like made this really weird. But just like this idea of energy and of, of us all... all beings being able to like cycle it and channel it and like living things vibratorily. I don't know if that's a word, but being energy. <laughs> and so it makes sense that like you can think about any sickness or blockages also as like if we're if we're like clamping down or trapping or stopping that that vital force. You can even think of like Audre Lorde uses of the erotic, um, you know, that that vital energy has to continue to move. And so thank you 
DJ Deep Space and all and Megan and Nikki for like reminding us of that. It's so so important. Yes, and mm. you can too. And something yeah, some join, <laughs> <Yeah>. join us. Join us. <laughs> no, and something I just want to um, just want to give an affirmation because it's um, sometimes people will see me doing my thing and it's more like uh, effervescent, louder, um, sparkly way, mm. and and think, oh, that's so great, you're doing that, and there's like can go into a bit of a shame spiral of like, oh, I can't do that, or that's not. I wish I could be like that, and. It's like I don't wish that upon anybody to be like me. I wish, I, I, my prayer is for people to be able to be their own beautiful expression of themselves. Mm-hmm. And for some people, shining their light is sparkly. Some it's more subtle. Some it might be a black light. Mm-hmm. You know, some it might be starlight. There's all kinds <laughs> of different manifestations of that in more overt and subtle ways that are yeah. an expression of unique beauty that has never been here before and will never be here and after if you, that person leaves their body. And mm-hmm. if you think about the natural lights we have, the sun, the moon, the stars, and other, you know, fireflies, no, none of them are like on all the time that we see at least. I mean, yes, the sun, as far as I know, doesn't go out, but they have cycles. So that's, I really appreciate that affirmation. Yeah. Should we hear some more music? Yeah, love. Yes. Uh, how about something a little political? Oh, Yes, this is Systematic by DJ Shadow, and uh, it's featuring Nas. Yo, I think it exists just because like a pit eats his pups, eats his own litter up. The system's fucked. It's corrupt. It's for his own survival. It's genocidal. No place of origin. No beginning cycle. Let's occupy all streets. It's crazy to think. In the 80s, I wanted minks and the bins to listen to Michael and Grand Poop or Maxwell and get cash while I'm sipping on drinks and Nike sweatsuits and Gucci links. I'm like a Russian mob figure. I'm mad low in the shadows. Pick up the shadow. The DJ shadow arose to throw blows. Can't see me, but now I'm moving the fastest. I'm a 3D movie, no need of glasses. I'm a 3D movie, no need of glasses. Hold your breath for 15 seconds. Close your eyes, cover your ears, do not listen. Try to feel what I'm saying. To make you feel is my new expression. Hold your breath for 15 seconds. Close your eyes, cover your ears, do not listen. Try to feel what I'm saying. To make you feel is my new expression. Was an arms dealer to sell legal arms in the hood. No backup check for cash in my palms, and we good. Lack of respect get you to fall where you stood. Mathematics is God language, it's in my blood. Art, music, letters, and numbers. I'm a vessel, I'm humble. Meeting startups, I invest if I want to. Transforming global markets with all of my partners. Methodical corporate culture, straight out the projects. What's the ingredients to the realest? Place two cups of cranberry in the skillet. A half a cup of water, add some honey. Let it cook for eight minutes, but you ain't finished. Let it simmer to the cranberry, pop a little. Keep stirring, sipping his heart like Keith Herring. It gets in your blood, you start to feel what I'm feeling. Hold your breath for 15 seconds. Close your eyes, cover your ears, do not listen. Try to feel what I'm saying. To make you feel is my new expression. Hold your breath for 15 seconds. Close your eyes, cover your ears, do not listen. Try to feel what I'm saying. To make you feel is my new expression. Systematic. Systematic. 
Hello, everyone. Welcome to We Rise on 89.3 FM KPFB in Berkeley or occupied Ohlone territory known as Huchin. I'm Kat Petru in studio with Nicole Gervasio. Hello. Megan Chadwick. Hello. And DJ Deep Space. And you just heard, if DJ Deep Space, you could please say that name and title again. Sure. That was Systematic by DJ Shadow featuring Nas. Thank you. And um, why did you choose that song? I just find it really refreshing to hear artists that I respect talking about uh, realities of the present from their perspective that might perhaps even uh, critique capitalism, for example, and uh, shine a light in some of the dark corners um, that need to be illuminated. Thank you. Thank you for naming that. Um, Because I was doing a bit of multitasking, I personally didn't catch all of the lyrics. I don't know if the other two folks did, but I'd love to hear a little bit more about what they were talking about because, to be honest, I missed it. (laughs) I was grooving. I definitely want to listen to it again. There's a lot of lyrics that they were touching upon. I think one of the first lines is, the system will defeat itself. And the first time I heard that song, I was just like, yes, this Mm. song. And that really, uh, yeah, had my attention then. um, Because that's something that um, I really believe, is uh, that the as much talk as there is about resisting the system or fighting back systems of oppression, white supremacy, patriarchy, all this violence um, that's happening day in, day out, and has been for centuries, and as genocide against Native people continues, and um, and against Black folks, it's like uh, some things haven't changed, mm. you know, or they have, but the violence has simply adapted to become, right. um, you know, palatable for those in power. Mm. So, uh, but one thing we have going for us is that uh, it will defeat itself. It is the, that's the definition of unsustainable. Um, it will bring itself down, um, just like every empire in history. And there will be uh, <laughs> other challenges that can come with that, but all the more reason to start now as the quote in the end, which I'm curious who that was, was saying, the time is now, the time is always now. Uh, that was a great timing for our end of 2017 show. The time is now, the time still, is now. and now. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, let's. So, in addition to DJing, DJ Deep Space also writes poetry, <laughs> as most DJs probably do. I'm sure. Right. So, can you share one with us, please? Sure. This is a poem that uh, came to me when I was at um, a retreat with. Uh, the adult freedom school that I attend with uh, Nikki and Kat called Liberation Spring. Eleven months ago, I was sitting on a bucket in the dark, in the rain, sitting, saying screw it. World upside down, everything strange, amidst the swirl of perpetual change. The clock had run out on a ten-year plateau, I leapt off a cliff of learning to say no. All by myself, but never alone. Ancestors starting to make themselves known. Resistance and surrender, I've come to know. 
it's always an option to live in the flow. Challenge is inevitable, but struggle is not. It can be self-imposed constriction, even though the word is hot. When you're getting swept out to sea by a riptide, don't flail towards the shore. You swim to the side. This new era is defined by symbiosis, a collaborative antecedent to post-indigenous neurosis. Like roots and mycelium making a water-sugar trade, mutuality is where a solid foundation is laid. But it's rough not living in my homeland. Reality is pulverized and slips through the cracks like sand. Winds and tides forming islands and dunes, sending up grains of consciousness into dust plumes. But talking to the elements is a way of reconnecting, a welcome relief from my mind's habitual dissecting. Trying to find relief and escape the not knowing is futile. So I embrace the mystery whose dusky nutrients keep me growing. Wow. So many themes we've already been discussing on the show. Amazing. That was um, beautiful. Yeah, so many beautiful visuals and things so deeply felt. I feel like everything that you've brought today has just been, I mean, it's just you. And the thing about you is that you're just so intuitive um, in the way you speak, in your self-discovery of your alter egos. And that poem, you just... I feel like you write it and it sounds like it came from such a very intuitive voice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's been a big relief is realizing that to create beautiful things, I don't have to, it doesn't have to hurt. Like I don't have to, very rarely ever has anything beautiful come out through me, come through me that was, um, that I was just thinking really hard about. Sometimes that's totally necessary, you know, using critical thought and doing research. But I was more, had been trained, you know, growing up in this society to do that more so than let things flow. And I always rolled my eyes when I heard people say, oh, this song came through me. Da, da. Well, that's because normally if I roll my eyes at something, there's something there for me to learn mm -hmm. and like pay yes. attention. And once I had that experience of getting out of the way and just letting this stuff bubble out when I was feeling, had this sense of like inspiration, mm -hmm. then I realized, oh, so that's, that's a wave I'm trying to ride more and more or like notice when that's coming up and like, uh, I forget who said it, but, um, uh, you know, grab the, doesn't matter in the bathroom writing oh, on a pizza box. Gloria Anzaldúa. Yes. Yeah, uh, one of the co-authors <laughs> of the really famous um, anthology, feminist anthology, this bridge called My Back. Yeah, oh. Gloria Anzaldúa. Yeah. Let can you know. can you say what she said again? Sure. Um, something to the effect of, uh, I do my most of my best writing on the back of a pizza box sitting on the toilet. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, and. Yeah, our teacher Anjali um, shared that quote with us, and just as a reminder of like not to fall into the trap of thinking, oh, when I da da da, when I get to go on my writer's retreat, when I get to do, then I'll write. It's like no, now is the time. Mm. There it is again. Way to bring it back to that song. Hell yeah! And also, mm -hmm. I I was talking with someone recently about how um, perfectionism. I read, mm -hmm. and actually, it was a, a really big zine called. 
unsettling ourselves maybe and from from minnesota. from so-called minnesota yeah mm-hmm. um and it was like this list of something i don't remember the framing of it all but it was a list and it had to do with white supremacy and it was like kind of naming qualities i think things that come up in the workplace that are um like uh, that are emblematic of, of white supremacy and one of the things like headings was perfectionism and i was like oh my it made so much sense mm-hmm. and so um to me at least i don't know if i can clarify but uh yeah so for you know in addition to not waiting for something also like not letting perfectionism be an enemy either amen yeah and actually i have a question and then and then um it would be great to get a few more songs and maybe another poem in but i'm just curious because um i also like in the last year i would say have been really exploring my own creative outlets and of course radio is one of them and it's such a gift to be able to do this um for a million reasons but sometimes like today for example i had a headache i spent all morning crying like um and i was like oh i just don't even want to do this what do you like do you have any thoughts on when that happens like how do you tend to flow with that i'm just curious mm-hmm. no right or, no right or wrong or anything just when how do i cope with feeling down or yeah. feeling heavy emotions yeah, or like yeah. just thinking about like being creative. Like I'm just curious. Um, like how do you still show up and be creative through that when yeah. you're not really in the mood? E- right, yeah, which is kind of related to the pizza box thing, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess maybe that part of that is like having the experience or story that um, have to be feeling a certain way to express ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just for example, looking at a lot of uh, songs that have been written, you know, that are now like classic or so well, you know, much loved um, songs. Uh, a lot of them come from from pain, you know, and and that can be really cathartic, you know, a way of expressing this, getting it out, keeping things moving, um, as opposed to staying stuck in an eddy. And mm. in that. Um, the poem I just read, it talks about struggle being a choice. And I'm not just going to go around and say that to people, especially if, um, (laughs) for example, they've experienced uh, various forms of oppression that I haven't. Um, But what I mean by that is, uh, you know, often there's a painful thing that's happening. um, But I notice how I can layer on other layers of pain on top of that that keep me from actually being able to feel it and let it move. So Mm. like, oh, I'm really sad uh and angry that i said this thing to my friend um that now they're not talking to me and then oh i can that's that's the original thing sadness anger maybe oh now i can be hard on myself or Mm. i can be mad at myself or i can be mad that the feeling is not gone away more quickly and something i've i've noticed is that it seems like and this happens again and again and again is where in the exact moment where I'm able to like let go and kind of put my hands up and be like, okay, fine, fine. I'm just going to feel horrible right now. Like I give up and Mm. surrender. That Mm. is the exact moment when it shifts. Mm -hmm. And this has happened in other ways, not just with, with feeling of like bigger situations in life or it's like, please be different. Please be different. Please be different. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, fine, whatever. And that's when it changes. And so I've started experimenting with that of like shifting things faster. I don't know how mm-hmm. it works, that's, no, it's, that but makes... it seems like a pattern. And other people I talk to have had this experience. So, And it's it's because, you know, internally you're f- 
we don't realize we're doing it, but we're fighting it. And instead of feeling it and just accepting whether it's anger or sadness, if we're fighting it, then we're suppressing it longer. And if maybe you manage to move on, that anger and sadness are still sitting inside of you. So the fact that you're like, I'm feeling this, I get, I surrender to this feeling, the fact that you really feel it all the way fully without like taking it out on anyone or letting it fester, you, you ride through it, then you can move forward, you can move on. Yeah, and I think it takes a certain amount of trust because, uh, you know, for me, sometimes the fear is like, which is totally irrational, but it's there of like, maybe it'll last forever, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. or if I just feel it, what if it never stops? And that's just not a thing. Feeling the same way forever is not a thing. I just like for me and then we should play more music, but (laughs) I just want to add one more thing, which is like because this is kind of what's happening today. Sort of like I feel like I like I I don't know. I don't not a place blame anywhere, but something hard will be going on and I just want to fix it so badly. So I do that thing that you were saying where you were like, you know, generally like some of the creative stuff comes through when you're not working like overly working mentally in a way that's not meaningful or not. Uh, fluid in a way and I feel like I'll just get into this rut and I'll like be grinding my mental intellectual whatever wheels and it's like so I'm just really grateful that you said that that's like going to be something I try to take with me into this next Gregorian year upon the solstice last week and all that well uh, on that note um, how about we take a listen to another song Uh, it's uh, Apex Apes version of Joy and Pain featuring Josh Berry and pain Like sunshine And rain Joy And pain Like sunshine And rain Joy And pain Like sunshine And rain Joy And pain Like sunshine And rain
Here on 89.3 FM KPFB in Berkeley, occupied Ohlone territory known as Huchin. I'm Kat Petru, your host. It's really hard to fade that song down. It's so good. <laughs> uh, DJ Deep Space, what did we just hear? That was Apex Apes' version of Joy and Pain. Thank you. Which I first heard at, I believe it's called uh, Soul House uh, Party Festival in Oakland at Lake Merritt. Oh. happened last uh, May, I believe. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think that's my new anthem. Yes. I also just want to say sometimes the rain is what brings me joy. So, you know. Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and just by the way, so that's DJ Deep Space there. And then the other voices you're hearing are co-host, co-producer of We Rise, Nicole Gervasio. Hello, hello. And Megan Chadwick, fellow cultural producer, Amazing doula, dancer, being. activist, singer, <laughs> Accent Ooh. extraordinaire. Top-notch human. Oh, stop, stop, it. It. stop it. So before we depart ways for 2017, we want to get in definitely one more song and one more track and um, another poem, please, from DJ Deep Space. Anything you want to say before you read it? Sure. Uh, this song is dedicated to... Um, any woman who's ever been told they're too big or take up too much space. You're not too big. You're just the right size. Reject the bullcrap. Ignore the lies. It's not your fault that some can't handle your existence. They're stuck in the mud of patriarchal resistance. I see you growing as an exacting disruptor. The way you wake people up with your comments at supper. To some, your presence may feel violent. Because before you showed up, they were numb with minds silent. Keep up the good work. I love what you are. A dazzling spark of an eternal star. Well, we could spend a whole other episode talking about that poem. The cosmos, just all of the above. All, the way you interweave all the things are so beautiful. <laughs> we de- I think we should spend another hour. <laughs> Not on this show. To um, be continued. You need I, to come back. <laughs> I couldn't speak right away because I was... I wasn't sure if I would, like, my face was doing a thing, and I was like, are you going to cry? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it, I, it's not that I'm unfamiliar with that feeling. I just wasn't sure what was happening. <laughs> oh, man. Do you want to share? What have you processed? Uh, well, do I want to share? Mm-hmm. I just know the feeling of feeling of be- the feeling of being too much of anything or being too big. Mm-hmm. Um and it's just really f- very healing to hear. It's really special to hear cis women say these things. Um, and like, I, it's a, 
important to acknowledge all the gender walls and words and ways that we're all oppressed. But I think for, I know firsthand that cis women in this country um, are made to feel that we're supposed to be small and conform to a certain way of looking and being in the world. And so um, I just, it's just a huge relief to hear someone say that. And in this case, uh, someone who at least was assigned male at birth, I can say, because DJ Deep Space has no gender. Exactly. Um, eh, I feel like there was another thing, but I may have lost it. Go for it. So, yeah, and and it's interesting because um, very different gender experiences. Yeah, born cis male. Um, but I, I've also had a journey with this of how to take up space in a healthy way. Because mm-hmm. once I became started becoming, uh, someone flipped the lights on for me around. Uh, um, yeah, gender privilege and all kinds of things. As I started waking up, realizing, mm. uh, oh, it's such a thing for men to dominate space in uh, these unhealthy, toxic ways. And it's like, I want nothing to do with that. So I basically tried to make myself disappear. Mm-hmm. And uh, that went on for a few years. And I thought that was the biggest gift I can give the world is just not take up space. And then um, one day a, w- a woman of color came up to me and said, Ross, you know, uh, I'm really glad we're really glad you're here in this group, but you know, it's almost like you're not here. Mm-hmm. It's almost, and you know, it's, it's okay for you to take up space. And I'm like, well, really? He's like, yeah. He's like, you actually have a lot to offer, you know, as does everybody. Um, and you know, you're not really, nobody's winning if you're just basically, yeah, keeping your light under a bushel basket. Um, so, I went from one, the unconsciousness at one end of the spectrum to the other of like, this reaction and then I've been slowly moving back towards finding that middle ground, you know, some kind of balance. Yeah. Thank you. Mm. I was just wanted to say thank you for sharing all of the things you have today. My pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for receiving. One, one thing I wanted to pick up a thread from, from a little bit back and then we'll fade out with a song here, but you know, you mentioned that, you're like, now we're going to listen to something political. And I was like, but wait, we would think the whole thing's political, right? Like, yeah. like, I don't know if Nikki maybe want to speak on that a little before we put the song on. You bring in a lot of different elements and they're so woven together seamlessly. And that's just how life is political. The elements, the cosmos. Emotions. Emotions. Our bodies. And yeah, all of it. It's so beautiful. Yeah. From your poems, even the music choices. Um, it's all... It's just beautiful. Thanks for having me. It's a real honor. It's Hope such a back. pleasure to have you. We will definitely have DJ Deep Space back. Definitely. Um, <laughs> you can visit, oh, check us out on www.mixcloud.com backslash we rise radio. Um, that's where you can find all of our archive stuff. And you can also email us at danceisrevolutionary at gmail.com if you want to hear more of anything or have suggestions. And um, and you can get in touch. We can help uh, you get in touch with DJ Deep Space um, through those mediums. So thank you so much for listening. Happy New Year. Be well, be safe. And what's our last song? This is the Atropolis and Jeremy Soul remix of Dom La Nena's Batuque. Enjoy.
Tanto que brasileiro, na roda tem pandeiro Bate meu coração, no ritmo da canção